Disclaimer, we do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with, so please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy... Maddie, you are stuck in how they say rat. I, I like it here, though. What you need is to step outside your comfort zone. Have you ever been to a place called Appalachie? We join Chris and his daughter, Emily. Are you sure you don't want to wait maybe just a little bit longer before starting your journey? She pulls out three trading cards, all of these famous, well-known young heroes and champions. Dad, I want to be like them. She stands up to her full seven-foot something. I see that you are the professor that will be starting my daughter's journey onto a new region. Professor Tallulah Maple, researcher and conservationalist. What would a young evil genius like Velma have done to cause airport security to chase her down? She has her desk gun with her, and she refuses to give it up. You are now wearing a new pair of heavy ice block shoes, courtesy of this grizzled Vaporeon. And he's followed by this silver-haired man and cuffs at the ready. Ah, How's about a complimentary five-minute spa session? That sounds nice. You see the shady man and Bellini struggling against each other. You're being mugged. Excusez-moi! At that point, he scoops up the briefcase and starts to book it. And in his pants pocket, you can see some of your stuff poking out. We're not letting him get away. Velma, you are being detained in a secure room somewhere in the airport. Table, two chairs, the classic interrogation setup. Both Minion and your blaster have been confiscated and it's just you now. The door opens and the silver-haired man from before steps in. He sets down some papers on the table next to the phone and takes a seat opposite of you. Now then, would you care to officially share your last name? Or shall we stick to Velma for now? She's not looking at him. She's looking to the side. She's got her arms crossed and her shoulders hunched up. Just put Velma. Well, Velma, my name is Captain Levi, and you have just ruined my entire evening off. Let's see. Evading security officers. Uncontained Pokemon in restricted space. Oh, but my favorite has to be all the paperwork I'll have to fill out because of this, this unlicensed firearm, which just happens to be some sort of discount school science fair project. Okay, mister, first of all, he is my best friend, he is my minion, and he is everything, he is not going in a Pokemon. Second of all, that science fair weapon is of my own invention. It uses poison cross spores as projectiles, and it is a complete and total reuse of Pokemon resources. And also, it's not my fault that your security guards didn't realize it was my own invention. I made the thing. I should be allowed to carry it. As much as I love to waste my time with this banter, I have a better idea. And he presses a button on the phone and the intercom light blinks on. Officer Jenny, do you still have her contact list up? 
Yes, sir. I'd very much like to speak to a Dr. Piale. Come on! Is, is it that bad? I mean... Not too anxious to tell your mother about your first day here, then. No. Then cut the sass. If you'd kindly. She kind of rolls back in her seat and she defeatedly says, What do you want? I am an understanding man, Miss Piale. I am willing to write off these juvenile antics with a simple warning. But that still leaves the matter of this. And he pulls out your passport. Now, most parents register new trainers under an individual permit, allowing them to explore the region on their own. Your mother, however, seems to trust you about as much as I do, and has registered you under a group permit. And you came alone. She swings one arm around the deck of their chair. It's so stupid! Why do you need to be in a group? Listen, the freaking hipsters I was with went into a dust tox from a detox. You expect me to travel a whole region with bozos like that? What I expect is that if you fail to finalize your permit with two other group members present at the trainer bureau by the end of the day, your pending permit will expire. You will be unable to re-register until the following year. And I will personally kick you out of this region back home to dear old mum. And I expect, Miss Piale, that I will enjoy that very much. We're back with Chris. It's been about 30 minutes to an hour since your daughter has departed. I'm guessing this is the first time you've had free time to kill. In a long while, yeah, this would be the first time Chris has had time to pretty much have personal time to himself. Chris is taking a leisure breeze to kind of clear his mind of any... Is He's kind of like talking to himself as he's walking. He's like, mm, did I make sure to give her extra clothes? No, she already packed that. Oh, but what about those Pokeballs? Uh, we made sure to get those before she left, too. Uh, maybe I'm just overreacting. Oh, God, I'm talking to myself again. Uh. You bump into this mop-headed guy in a lab coat who is muttering just as much as you are as he was pacing around back and forth. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, 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 sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, it's no I didn't problem. I should have been uh, paying more uh, attention to where I was going. <laughs> my, my, my apologies. Yes, sorry. I, uh, I, I, I need to get back to, uh, well, uh, well, not losing my job, so... um. Uh, where is it? Where is it? And he begins checking under benches and trash cans and all that stuff again, uh, trying to look for something, apparently. Um, is everything okay? You seem kind of all out of sorts. Well, I guess that would be an understate, uh, um... And he looks up at you and says, You, uh, why do I, why do I know you, uh... Ooh, Chris, right? Uh... Yes, that that is that is I, Chris. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. I, I I I'm not a creepy stalker guy or or anything like that. Uh, I, I'm one of Professor Maple's assistants. Uh, Regis, hi. Ah, oh yes, the professor. Yeah, I uh, I, I saw your photo before oh, she okay. took over my new trainer duties. Yes, I. Sorry if I looked a bit um, on guard. I, I just am not used to people knowing me on a first name basis. <laughs> sorry, I I just. Uh, 
Look, I, I'm kind of desperate here. Can I, uh, can, can you keep a secret? Can I keep a secret? Yes, can you? Oh, 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 no, that was a, that was a, sar- uh, gosh, I really need to work on my sarcasm. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, I can keep a secret. Well, so I'm supposed to pick up a, a shipment, a briefcase, and I did, and I had it, but I don't anymore, and I really need it. Hey, and, hey, uh, hey, um, one thing at a time, um, you said something about a missing briefcase? Right, sorry, I, I have trouble keeping calm, I just, I get real jittery real easy, uh, I just got out of the spa session that I, that I, that I won, didn't really help a bit, but yeah, um, uh, briefcase, I'm supposed to transfer a new shipment of starters back to the labs in Russet Town, but somewhere here in Port Gala, I just went up and, and lost it, and that's not very good. Hey, um... I have a, I have my Houndoom Ginger. Uh, she's pretty good at finding things, and she has a pretty acute nose, but uh, I'm not sure if you have anything scent-wise. Actually, you know what? No, she could just sniff you if you were holding the briefcase and she'd be able to find it, uh, if you'd be okay with that. Yeah! No, yeah, by all means! You let out Ginger, and I want you to roll a careful in proxy of Houndoom. Okay, so you rolled a negative one. So now I think is a good time to reintroduce invoking aspects. So are there any aspects that Chris or Houndoom have that could be invoked to help you in this situation? Um, I want to invoke the hot history that Chris kind of has with his past. He's used to being careful. He's used to going on these missions where he has to either do some kind of reconnaissance and be undetected. Okay, yeah, I like that. Um, so we're going to take away one fate point from you. You are now down to two fate points. And I think that boosting that roll up to a total of plus one is good enough. So, Ginger sniffs the man, who at this point I think is covered in nervous sweat. She sniffs around for a bit, and she points down an alleyway. Ah, seems like she she got a lock on it. He gives Ginger a loving pat as a reward for noticing the scent and looks back over to the assistant and says, Well, uh, just follow me and Ginger will lead the way. Though, uh, if I, I must ask one thing of you, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, sure, sure, yeah. Um. You aren't being tracked for information, are you? He kind of leans in very slowly when he says that. Tracked for info? You mean like? Oh, you know. Not really. You mean like, yeah, like spy stuff? No, no, no. What I meant to say was, and he leans in very a little bit closer to him and says, "I'm asking if there's any kind of organization following you. I'm just a little concerned for your safety when you are kind of frazzled about this briefcase. Just want to make sure that we're both gonna be okay when we find it." Well, I, I, I mean, the closest thing we had to, like, the whole evil team thing was this this cult, but they got pretty much wiped out a, a, a while ago. It's all just crumbs now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, let's go get your briefcase. Yeah, uh, okay. Wow, that guy's intense.
So Velma, you are up and about in Port Gala, and you are faced with the most difficult challenge you have ever faced. Making new friends. How are you going to do that? So Velma looks nervously out of the port, surveying the horizon, thinking, How hard can it be to make friends? I mean, it's not like, like I've... Okay, you've never made a real friend before, but it's pretty much just, uh... Walking up to someone saying, hey, how you doing? So she looks around and tries to find someone who looks like they're alone or might be looking for another companion somehow. Let's have you make a heart check <laughs> to determine how this goes down. All right, heart check. <laughs> she got a negative two. That's a terrible and I absolutely love that. You look around, and being the terrific judge of social interactions you are, you spot this cute couple that are walking down the pier, just kind of minding their own business. And that's when you pounce. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? She very robotically kind of marches up to them, struts out her hand. She's like, hi, you are, how, how, uh, how are you? To friends? <laughs> And she internally screams. Honey, is she talking to us? No, I can't help notice that uh, it's only the two of you, right? <laughs> only you two out in this place. It must be so uh, lonely, right? <laughs> Look, we're not carrying anything on us, so you might as well just keep going. I mean, I mean, couldn't you use like a, a friend, friend out here? Like someone like... A little someone like me? Hey? And the woman uh, looks around. Oh, wait, look, there's some friend material over there behind you. Velma turns around and she's like, <gasps> Where? You don't see anyone in particular. They ran away, didn't they? And she turns around. They are booking it away from you. She hears a heavy sigh. <sighs> okay, one more time. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? And she surveys the area again, looking for someone who could use a friend. And she does this many times, trying to communicate like a normal human being. And failing miserably. Yellow, KVox here. Welcome back to the pause menu. Time for some news and stuff. Big thanks to Goodius Serenade for voicing Captain Levi. Uh, Goody is actually one of the six original playtesters. The, their campaign started a few years ago, uh, well before this podcast. Uh, same basic story, completely different player characters, and some other stuff. Uh, so it was really nice to bring him into the podcast as a little cameo as an NPC. Uh, maybe later down the line you'll meet the other playtesters if the story allows. Also would like to let you guys know, I'm going to be setting up a Patreon to help with production costs. Now, it does not mean that this podcast will be behind a paywall or anything. You're still going to be able to listen to the podcast for free. It's just to help with upkeep for the software I use to edit, uh, the podcast platform I use to distribute the stuff, etc, etc. Stuff like that. If all goes well, the Patreon should be up by next episode. And let me know what sort of rewards you might like. I can't guarantee that we'll be able to offer exactly what you want, but suggestions do help. So, plugs for other projects. Nothing for us to announce at the moment, except that you, you are pretty neat. So congrats on that. 
All right. Next episode is scheduled to go up in two weeks from now on February 20th. But we still have another half of the episode to get back to, so unpause. We cut back to Maddie, who is in pursuit of the shady guy. So remember the chase sequence with Velma back in the airport? We are doing the same gimmick in reverse now. So in this scene, two aspects to keep in mind. One, you are in unfamiliar territory while you're in Port Gala. And two, he sticks out like a sore thumb. We can use those aspects against each other, but for this first leg, what can you do to try and catch up to him? Um, I think I'm going to have uh, Bellini use... Can I use, like, helping hand so I can roll something and, like, get a plus two on my roll? You know what? That is not usually how it works, but if you pay a fate point, I will let that slide. Um, you know what? Let's, let's make things interesting. Let's, let's use the fate point. Let's make things interesting. Okay. Taking you down to two now. Then you go ahead and roll for quick and just add two to that total. Whatever you roll. So four. But let me oh, no. contest you with his quick. Nope, that's a two. I'm still faster. This shady guy might know the lay of the land here, but you're also pretty used to navigating urban landscapes like mm-hmm. this. He cannot escape you, and you keep hot on his tail. Get back here! How are you starting fast? I want my voucher! Chris, at this point, you and Regis, the professor's aide, are looking around. Ginger is sniffing into this one alley when suddenly you duck out of the way as this shady guy runs past you. Whoa! Wait, wait, that, 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 that's, that's the spa guy! And the briefcase! Stay here. He's gonna go after the, the briefcase with his houndoom. You chase after him only to be quickly outpaced by this raven mad woman with mud on her face that comes right from behind. And she's just screaming. Maddie is yelling, just like, Jesus, the lungs on that child. <laughs> Chris is currently surveying the area, trying to cut him off somewhere that looks like a shortcut to where he can just kind of go around and get in front of the guy. Okay, that would be a clever on your end. Maddie, you doing anything? I'm just blindly running after this guy. I'm pretty fueled by my anger right now. And Maddie rolls another quick. Okay. No! (laughs) I trip, I guess. I think he's going to try and evade you, so he's going to roll sneaky. Chris rolled a four for his clever roll. Maddie got a negative two, a terrible for her quick, and Shady Guy rolled a one for his sneaky. The Shady Guy pulls ahead and manages to duck into the crowd. Maddie, you trip over some trash and fall face first, and you lose sight of him. But Bellini, who doesn't even stop to check on you, he just keeps going on the hunt. Go Bellini, go get him, please! Bellini sniffs around the crowd and eventually lets out some angry war squeaks. <laughs> You manage to hear a voice cry out, Nope, 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 nope! And you see the shady guy burst from his hidey hole and make a break for this alleyway, only to be stopped in his tracks by Chris and Ginger. I want Ginger to use Lear to kind of intimidate him into the point where he's like scared to make another move because he doesn't know what this Pokemon is going to do. 
You give Ginger the order, and the Houndoom begins to strike fear into the quarry's heart with her hellish gaze. Like, she's like snarling, growling. There's like steam coming out from her mouth. Oh, c- c- come on, man. I haven't even done anything to you yet. Chris tackles him to the ground, puts one arm behind his back, his knee near his spine. The less you talk, the better this will go for everyone else. Now drop the briefcase. All right, all right. No talking, no talking. But maybe just a whistle. And as he does, you hear the heavy flap of wings as an aerodactyl (laughs) swoops down and tackles Ginger into some trash cans and pins her down. Ginger! This moment of distraction gives the shady guy just enough wiggle room to knock you onto your own back and make a break for it. (sighs) He wants to run. He wants to go after him, but he knows that he can't leave Ginger like that. And he tells Ginger to use Fire Fang. It won't do much damage, but at least it will get it off of Ginger. So Ginger got a three for her attack and roll against Aerodactyl's four for his defending roll. Ginger manages to leap onto the enemy and try to sink her fiery fangs into it, but it does little to no effect against the Aerodactyl's rocky flesh, and he easily bats her back off and goes to rejoin with his trainer. Chris runs over to Ginger to survey her and trying to find to see if there's anything like damaging, any kind of like internal damage or physical damage on her. From the looks of it, not even a scratch, she is fine. (sighs) Thank the heavens. But he looks over at the Aerodactyl to where it's flying towards. He's looking back to Ginger to make sure she's still okay to kind of go after them. She is. She's raring it to go. Let's do this! And the two of you pursue the Aerodactyl, closely followed behind by Maddie and Bellini. It's become personal. And let's cut over to Velma, who I think is still looking for friends at this point. Indeed. Oh, look! A friendly guy with... Yellow tank top and shaggy sideburns is running right towards you. <laughs> she picks herself up. She's like, okay, I can do this, I can do this. She like stomps in front of him and says, hey, you want me Frank? He pushes you right to the side and onto the ground. Out of the way, you little brat. He runs right past you, clutching a briefcase close to him. And he's followed by an aerodactyl and an old guy and a houndoom and a crazy mud lady and a manchino. <laughs> And what do you do? After getting back up, she is pissed. Glaring in the guy's direction, and she makes a dash for it after the guy. All right, like three of the chase, what you guys gonna do? <laughs> Can I throw Bellini at the Aerodactyl oh. and have her use Pound? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. So you throw Bellini up into the air and he descends on the Aerodactyl, trying to slap him down with his tail. But fluff types are weak against rock types. So he just kind of bounces right off and back onto the ground, joining you with the chase again. Chris and Velma, what do you guys do? As he saw this man push aside a very tiny child and it kind of sets him off because he doesn't like, you know, kids getting hurt. Would that, would I be able to use like the whole watch over the pups in a sense to where he is able to somehow find the, the, the speed or stamina to like run after this individual and somehow get close enough to him to kind of do something? That'll cost you another fate point. I will take that. I will do that. You're down to one fate point. 
And so go ahead and roll quick. No! <laughs> All right, so you rolled a zero first. I'll either let you add two or re-roll that. Uh, I am a gambling man, so <laughs> let's see where this goes. Yeah! Ow. Wait, but he rolled okay. a careful. And let's see if your one will beat. Wait, you rolled a careful. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. He rolled the careful. Oh, wait, crap. Sorry. Oh, Third wait. chance. Third chance. Sorry, I Third thought, chance. That was, that, was my, that was my bad. Sorry. No. <laughs> Man, old age is just catching up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic at running away, I guess. Because he just got a six to your one. So you run, you feel yourself getting winded, and you see the uh, guy turn around, sprinting backwards, and shouting, What's the matter, Gramps? Ooh. I can't let this, this guy get the best of me. Yeah, don't want to make your blood pressure rise up too much, huh? <laughs> His eye is twitching. And now he's really mad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Velma, you still have some action in this left. Some agency. What do you want to do? Velma is still running at this guy with all her might. She has basically have flames coming out of her eyes. And she sets, she sets Minion on him. I'll teach you who's a freaking brat! Minion, you string socks on the sucker! I roll for string shot. You don't have to roll for that. I think we'll just, I think we'll do it the same as having Houndoom use Leer. Or is it Helping Hand? Uh, I use Helping Hand, I think. Yeah. If you spend a fate point, I'll let that happen. Okay. So you're down to two fate points. Dusk Tux flies into the air and lets out a string of webbing. It doesn't hit, it doesn't hit him per se. It hits the area right in front of him and he steps on the webbing and sort of trips and the briefcase flies into the air. It lands on the ground and bursts open, and three Pokeballs pop out onto the ground. You all stop for a moment. He looks at you, you look at him, and suddenly he scrambles for the Pokeballs. 